Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and pharmacy business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and pharmacy business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. I'm talking today with Kev Ryan, Lead Advisor for Pharmacy Dot for Sale. Welcome, Kev. Hey, Scott. Thanks for having me. Uh, my pleasure. Um, and look, with, with all things technology, um, I guess I, I stumbled is probably not the right word, but I came across uh, yourself and became very intrigued with your pharmacy dot for sale platform. But before we go too far down that channel, who is Kev Ryan? Oh, well, uh, that's a pretty easy question to answer, Scott. Thanks for asking it. Um, I'm a tax accountant by trade and have um, spent my entire career in the accounting space. Uh, jumped from one side of the desk in actually doing the work to then helping firms themselves, which we've been successful uh, across a few service deliveries uh, for over 22 years. Um, but the bulk of um, our work for the last decade has been accounting practice M&A, so helping accounting firms buy, sell and merge. So we're transaction advisors uh, at our core and uh, enjoy doing that kind of work. And, and where are you based, Kev? Very blessed to have a family based in uh, Noosaville at the Sunshine Coast. Uh, although we nice. work in Melbourne dominantly, uh, we moved up here five or six years ago for a change of lifestyle with a young family. And um, we, until COVID, had enjoyed the ability to ping pong in and out of Melbourne. But um, obviously, uh, only getting back to that now. But yeah, really blessed to live at the Sunshine Coast. Um, it's a great place. Great place to be, yeah. And, and so originally from Melbourne yourself? Yeah, luckily enough to have had a career that's put me in geographical spots all around the country, um, you know, but predominantly a Melbourne-based uh, activity uh, across my career and, and, and very um, enjoyed a good period of time in Brisbane. So um, Brisbane uh, and Melbourne would be our key spots, although luckily with the technology, which our podcast is about, uh, we've got a global audience for Pharmacy Dot for Sale, and I'm really enjoying uh, meeting people across the world uh, as we stepped into pharmacy for the first time, we're very, very new in pharmacy as an industry. Yep, no, that's cool. So I guess let's talk now about pharmacy dot for sale. Um, how did this begin? You know, how did it evolve? And, and I guess what's its direction? And, and how is it um, helping pharmacists and, and businesses today? Yeah, um, well, we got into the space, I guess, uh, last year uh, as a starting point in the dot for sale company journey. Uh, we are looking to uh, build out uh, a number of industry-specific technology platforms to help people transact. And pharmacy had always been on my whiteboard because I have some great accounting friends that have predominantly pharmacy clients. And um, 
and speaking to them over the years and watching pharmacy transactions from afar, uh, I thought it was an interesting space. However, to avoid, I guess, being a me too type product in a fairly well-established arena where traditionally pharmacists have been represented on the sell side, we thought there was an opportunity to help people on the buy side. So Pharmacy.ForSale is a tool we use for our engaged buy side clients. And the whole idea of it really was to allow a younger generation of pharmacists uh, access the deal flow. Um, it seems in the current environment that the younger pharmacist is not always getting to see deals that come up. So you actually see pharmacies for sale. And our platform, because it's 100% free for vendors, the methodology behind it is that they'll be smart enough to save their money, uh, list their pharmacies for sale on our platform and provide themselves a broader audience. Um, and for the industry as a whole, you know, we think we're playing a role in the next generation of pharmacy. So it seems to be an interesting time now with bigger corporates and where the thing might go. You know, what is the future of community pharmacy? And we think that it should be in the hands of young professionals that have studied hard, worked hard, and now want to be business owners. Um, so the, the, the platform is really a lead generator for the next generation of pharmacists. Of pharmacies. Yeah, and look, on that basis too, and again, um, for people that know me, I've uh, <clears throat> been around retail and pharmacy industries for far too long, uh, had a really good career, and I'm you know, somewhat semi-retired and running across a couple of different uh, consulting and also uh, uh, helping businesses at the moment. But um, uh, I've got some really good friends and contacts who I'll call mature, wise pharmacists who have been around for some time uh, in the industry. Um, and and we've you know uh, got some great uh, respect for each other. But like you just mentioned there, uh, I do really enjoy uh, interacting with younger pharmacists as well. And and to a point, it probably comes from my own family situation. I've got two sons uh, who are in their late twenties, early thirties. Uh, one's a, a, a master builder, Victoria. The other one's actually works in the tech space with uh, Real Estate Australia. Uh, here in, based in Melbourne, and so whenever we kind of get together for family chats, it's a real you know, dichotomy uh, chat between you know building houses and renovating houses, but people through to what's happening in the IT space. So, so I get the best of both worlds. So, if I transform that into the younger pharmacist set, you're, you know, from my perspective, you're absolutely right. The, the the wise pharmacists of today have have we've done our time they've done their time, um, and and they're the ones that are potentially you know in a great place to buy pharmacies. The younger pharmacists are the ones, from my perspective, that are that are uh, coming through with a different mindset, and particularly around technology. and And I really enjoy my my chats and interaction with younger pharmacists as much as as the wiser ones. But because, as you've indicated there, it's the younger pharmacists that are the future, and and the wise pharmacists were young ones as well. So, um, not saying that there's again, I don't mean that in, in disrespectful way. It's just more about that new ideas, and particularly with the acceptance and the advent of new technology you'll often get a greater uptake or a greater level of interest from a younger pharmacist set than potentially a, a wiser pharmacist. Is, is that what you're indicating here? Yeah, and I, and I think um, the technology piece uh, we'll, we'll come back to uh, because it's critically important going forward mm. because the younger pharmacist is on their, on their iPhone more than our wiser ones as you, you um, correctly position them. And, and, I, and I think what we're trying to do here is play a part in the obvious scenario is that the, as the older generation, the wiser ones, as you speak of, Scott, um, it's hard for them to turn back the easy money. And, and, that, and that's fair enough. Um, you know, 
we're seeing that things valued uh, and then going uh, for sale at a much higher price. So the young pharmacist has a gap there that we have to fill and we'll work out how the technology helps that in a second. But I guess mm-hmm. without getting teary-eyed about it, we're hoping that that bit of grey hair wants to transfer that knowledge to the to the younger pharmacists. You know, they had their start in the 70s and 80s or wherever it might have been. Let's pass the baton on and make sure that community yep. pharmacy actually survives. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it's critically important to play a role there, and we're hoping our technology platform does that. And the way that I want to do that is to uh, work towards uh, two things, utilising the the technology that allows the data to be shared, manipulated and understood so that people can quickly determine this is actually a pharmacist uh, or pharmacy that is ticking boxes for me. What are the key metrics that quickly prick my interest as I'm scrolling on my phone? And I think the, um, you know, it's never been easier for uh, technologies to talk to each other. You know, what we need to do once we prove up a you know, minimum viable product, which is what we have now, is how do we work with the technology players in the space to take that data, put it into a meaningful way where a buyer can quickly determine, yeah, this is, these are the metrics that are uh, hitting, hitting my hot buttons. And, and I think that's the exciting part of this is that you know, traditionally, as I've seen, I've got probably 12 different IMs of pharmacies for sale hit my desk uh, in the way that they probably should have for me to do my market research. And it's very old and tired. And no disrespect to the brokers out there, they're playing a very important role. All I'm saying is that going forward, we can go off a standard format PDF IM that someone emails out to actually be getting, you know, using the technology and making quick decisions on, on real data. And that's the very exciting part is an IM is overly, uh, as old as it's been printed uh, in, in its current format with brokers sending PDFs. If we had the, uh, the opportunity to work towards real-time valuation, if you like, or real-time sucking in of, um, of data, even if only through the due diligence period or when people are really connected and talking, that excites me. The ability to use mm-hmm. technology to do that would be something different. Do. And, and, and that's what, as you said, the dot for sale platform is all about. So um, I guess to help with the explanation, um, could we firstly just take me through what's the journey for a pharmacist looking to sell? Very simple journey. Um, they can either do it themselves directly on the site, they sign up for free, load up the key metrics following our, um, our fact find and, and, and place, the, place the listing on the, on the marketplace which is viewed by our subscribed buyers and our subscribed accounting partners. So we have a, a number of accounting um, firms in the country that deal with pharmacy quite intensively that have supported us and we're very grateful for their involvement to date. And we actually suggest that the, the vendor, the seller of a pharmacy does get their accountant involved mm-hmm. um, for all the reasons they should. And normally in a transaction process, the accountant gets involved very quickly anyway. And so yeah. what we're doing is not saying that a seller should be there unrepresented. They have passed over the broker and saving themselves significant money in doing so, but they're supported by their accountant who they know and trust. Yeah. But then the, the, the listing goes up on, on the marketplace as publicly available information for our subscribed buyer pool to review. Again, it's the key metrics. They can click through to see then a broader description 
of uh, the pharmacy for sale. It doesn't give any uh, indication of who it is or what it is. Uh, it does have a geographical um, sector there that shows where it is. And then mm -hmm. that's enough for, them, for someone to be interested and make an inquiry. It's a paid inquiry. Uh, it's $180 plus GST. To go past that point, make a connection, which is normally to the seller's accountant, to then spark up a communication. And the reason we did that was for two main reasons. Um, accountants representing vendors won't want to field a thousand inquiries. That's yep. their time-based people, uh, and the vendor won't want to incur that kind of cost. If the vendors representing themselves are a busy pharmacist, they don't want to field a thousand inquiries from dreamers, mm -hmm. tire kickers, and just those wishful thinking. So to actually yep. physically put your credit card on and pay $180, $180 it, it, it selects those that are serious. If you're going to spend yep. millions on a pharmacy, if you can't invest $180 at the start, you're simply not serious. Yep. So the, the platform's not for everybody. It's for those that actually want to transact. Yep. So again, if we if we go back to this um, younger pharmacist, which is the you know, to point your, your target audience, not 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 a not a narrow audience, but a target audience. You're, you're suggesting then that they would be a registered user with the platform, with the dot for sale platform. Uh, they might get yeah, a prompt so to say that a, a new pharmacy listing has gone up either within their uh, key metrics or they might have it set for just show me every pharmacy that comes up on this platform. Um, and, and, and there's either enough there for say, okay, look, this has intrigued me or no, it's not um, uh, you know, too big or, or wrong area, etc. cetera. And, um, but, but if it hits my metrics right and I want more information, I'm a registered user. And, and I guess where I'm heading to with this is that there's obviously a level of confidentiality around the business transactions, which you would be used to anyway. So, so the platform also manages that side of things, I'm, I'm imagining. Yeah, so um, the confidentiality trigger point is once the inquiry has been made and the receiver of that, it's a level of comfort in a communication which is taken off the platform and into, say, somewhere um, secure where you can record an email chain. Uh, yep. Or they might just pick up the phone and talk to each other. But at that point, yep. before um, uh, critical information is disclosed, the vendor and or their representative will submit to the inquirer their own confidentiality agreement uh, before you know the, the real nitty-gritty is happening. Um, so there's some communication in play between them. In version 2.0, we will have pieces of that puzzle in place. Uh, so it happens a little more seamlessly, frictionless. Um, but um, at the moment, um, normal transaction uh, procedures are in play for confidentiality and privacy. And, and again, from your, your business... Um... No, I was going to say from from your from your your business background experience, this is what you've been dealing with around the confidentiality of business um, purchase and acquisition anyway. So this is quite common for you, and and people looking to get involved in this should be quite confident that the confidentiality is there. Ah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it's um very secure in the way that the uh, listing information is presented. Um, you know, if you, you you might be able to pick uh. Uh, which pharmacies are in a particular local government area so because we, we have to say where it is. So we use mm. local government area territory maps uh, as yep. an indicator of where our listings are. Um, yep. You know, if you're savvy, you might know who those are. You could guess. But that, um, we take it very seriously, uh, that, that level of confidentiality and privacy. 
And I guess one of our value propositions to sellers is that this isn't uh, information going on the ether. It's within subscribed uh, platform uh, where we vetted buyers as well, as best you can, of course. Um, yep. So the communication is within a closed, like-minded audience of buyers and sellers that are serious about transacting. Yeah. So, again, if I come back to this journey, um, you've got a wise pharmacist that's uh, been around for some time, decided to put their, their pharmacy on <clears throat> up for sale. Uh, they may have already dealt with a broker before. The, you know, the, if you've been around for a while, you probably know who the, the key or the main brokers are. Um, or ultimately, if you're not in that arena, your farm, your accounting firm would potentially you know, have contacts within the um, the broking business, which is what you've indicated anyway. You, you're already working with several accounting firms that, that deal with pharmacy, uh, which is how this has come about. Um, and I guess where I'm heading from this is that... Uh, your wise pharmacist now has to either be guided or advised or, or in their own mind make the decision that says, uh, I might still go down my usual path of a broker that I know, but actually I'm, I'm also intrigued here. I might list this on this online um, dot-for-sale platform. Is, is, is part part of their now uh, discovery journey, isn't it? Yeah, we're open to all. We're, we're keen to be friends with everybody, including the brokers. Mm-hmm. Um, brokers obviously won't have direct access to the platform, but the... The, the vendor, the seller, the wiser pharmacist that you mentioned, uh, he certainly can uh, directly or by advice from his accountant. So accountant. Um, I think we are a tool um, and it, it's costing them nothing. So there's nothing to lose. There's only yep. upside here for putting your pharmacy uh, on our platform and, and getting more eyes on the deal. Um, yeah. One of the things that we will look to do with the technology piece is bridge the gap between what you know, the valuation coming in from the accounts it is and what the market's prepared to pay. Because as you're aware, Scott, there's groups out there with deep pockets and uh, trigger-happy checkbooks to pay overs, especially when it's coming to the lower end. Um, yeah. You know, we've seen things valued at 1.5 million that have sold for over 2 million uh, because yeah. it's a hot market. And we're not trying to suggest that people should miss out on that upside. But what we would look to do as we progress with the platform is to use the technology around the data to make real decisions on what valuations are, could be, or should be. And then invite a part, um, a, an investor pool to partner with the young pharmacist to bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. That to me is very exciting as well, is because yep. then you enter into the world of um, you know, crowdfunding uh, and sourcing of capital. You might find mm-hmm. that um, younger pharmacists team up to back one of their colleagues in, in a purchase yep. and have an investment in that to help and, and doing so bridge that gap between what larger corporates are prepared to pay and what a younger pharmacist should pay, uh, which yeah. is a, currently is the gap. So again, the technology that comes from that, that data sharing, the opportunity sharing, uh, is all going to fall out of the back of our platform and it's tremendously exciting. So if we then go to the journey of the um, the new, the pharmacist newly looking to buy, um, so they've, they've heard about your platform, um, effectively it's an online platform, they're used to dealing with online platforms, they're used to dealing with technology platforms, <clears throat> so they register on your business, on your, on your dot for sale platform. Talk to me about their journey. Yeah, so um, it's a $18 plus GST for lifetime access to view the platform as a buyer. Uh, we then ha- uh, schedule one-on-ones with them to get to know them. 
understand where they're at in their buying journey, what are their experiences have been. Um, there's some good, some very, very troublesome <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, the, they've been ignored uh, and they feel undervalued. Yep. Uh, we want to know, of course, who their accountant is. Yeah. Um, we, we think it's really important for uh, people to be well advised and not to say that the general accountant isn't, isn't got the skills. It's just that um, some of our accounting friends have got specialised knowledge and you just can't put a price on that experience. Yep. So we want to make sure people are well supported. And then in that journey, um, also understanding how will they actually fund the transaction. Um, a lot of uh, sort of your 20-year-old pharmacists, 20s and 30s, are relying on, on mums and dads mm-hmm. uh, and family support, which, you know, it's not out of the realms of capability or, or nonsensical. So yep. uh, we want to understand how that is. Um, um, a lot of a lot of young pharmacists have doctor parents, so there is yeah. tools to actually be supported. But understanding yep. their ability to transact is important. We're working with a, uh, a number of different banks, um, some non-traditional to pharmacy. Uh, there's a, mm-hmm. there's uh, the growth of uh, new new banks in Australia has been very interesting. There's one we um, enjoy a tremendous relationship with in our accounting experience, and we're confident that they'll come. Uh, to this sector with us uh, to help that as well. Um, but on the funding piece, uh, you know, I think uh, I come back to it because I, I am excited about it. Is is the fund is a is a a community to pardon the pun fund uh, to help people help people buy. But as soon as you log on as a buyer or subscribe as a buyer, we're looking to build a relationship with you. Um, we we want we want to go on a, a cradle to grave journey with younger pharmacists um, to help them buy not just one but continuously buy and build out their their future and their wealth uh, through pharmacy well, the next generation as you as you indicated yeah I think it's important and 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 um, I'm not suggesting you know I'm brand new to pharmacy and, and not hiding that um, mm-hmm. so it would be silly for me to come in super green and make a whole bunch of bold statements without uh, um, without the experience, and certainly wouldn't do that to disrespect anybody. But to yep. me, um, if this doesn't, something doesn't change uh, in the next five or 10 years, and maybe it's, got, it's my advantage coming in with fresh eyes. I don't have yep. the baggage or the legacy of narrow-mindedness, but yep. if, I, I think if you don't support some of our young buyers, uh, community pharmacy will end up with five big corporates. Uh, there'll be no guild uh, because they won't have any members. Uh, yep. and people won't know their, their pharmacists. The, the, knowing people by names will just be a thing of the past. Um, yep. And not that I'm not for, uh, you know, the ability to deliver uh, prescriptions uh, through cl- cloud-based advice. Um, I'm all for doing what's best for the end user. And at the end of the day, that's people in our community that need the support of a qualified, caring pharmacist. Yeah. So, Kev, we're coming to the end of our time, um, but I guess if anyone was looking to contact you, it's pharmacy.forsale, as in the full stop dot. Yeah, www.pharmacy.forsale. So the dot for sale is, is a domain like a dot com, dot au, whatever it might be. So the yep. domain is dot for sale. So www.pharmacy.forsale. For sale. All right. And we'll include in the show notes... Um, 
uh, your your contact points, um, particularly around the LinkedIn um, perspective. So, and again, it's it, from my perspective, it wasn't that hard to get in contact with you, which is great uh, from that perspective. Um, before we wrap up, was there anything else on your list that uh, we haven't covered at this point in time? No, the only thing I sort of suggest, Scott, is it, just because it's new uh, and free for vendors doesn't mean it's not real. Uh, yeah. When we launched last year, we were blowing people's minds. Um, yeah. And I guess um, that's a good and bad thing. And I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today just to put clear up some of the myths. Um, pharmacy doc for sale is not a flash in the pan. It's supported by an existing, well-established transaction business. Uh, we're yes. here for the long journey, not going anywhere. Um, I can guarantee you that. Um, so free for vendors is not a gimmick. It's it's not a, a marketing piece or a trap. It is 100% free. It's mm -hmm. because we have to the buyer. And I think that's yep. the key new thing here is it doesn't seem to me that there's many people in the industry actively pursuing outside of the groups. You know, the groups obviously have their acquisition guys out there and the promises come within groups, but the vendors still are relying on a broker to be part of that puzzle. Well, it doesn't have to happen anymore. Yeah. And, and, and yes, our key segment is the younger pharmacists, but we're, we're here for everybody. Uh, we want to be friends with everybody and, yeah. and be a good service. So if a bigger group wants to expand into geographical territories they haven't before, we're not going to say no to them because they're not 25-year-old pharmacists. We'd love no. to deal with them. What we are saying, though, is that we're questioning the rules around pharmacy ownership. Um, and we think they should be enforced. And at the moment, from an outsider looking in, bigger groups hiding behind tricky structures, uh, possibly importing labour. Uh, these are all you know, commercial things that are happening. But I don't know that's, that's good for the future of this industry. Some uh, independent businesses. Yeah, we'd like to make sure that you know, pharmacy stays community-based. Yeah. Look, I'm as you're describing all of this, and I'm it's it's a very common referral point. But I'm I'm thinking back to the uh, the introduction of Uber in Australia. You know, it was it was going to um, you know, create the the demise um, of, of the taxi industry, and and to a point, it's changed the taxi industry. But the taxi industry hasn't gone away. Um, it's just now that from a consumer point of view, we've got choices as to which way we want to go. And I think that's what you're you're saying here is that um, in that there's younger pharmacists out there that are the future of pharmacy that right today may not have the ability or the access to buy purchase a pharmacy and you're providing a platform portal that could you know could potentially give them that access. Correct. Yeah. Kev, thanks very much for your time today. It's been great to chat. Um, I look forward to staying in contact and uh, we might have another chat in uh, six or 12 months' time and just see how it's all progressing. That'd be awesome, Scott. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to keep it involved as the, the thing progresses and, and improves. It can only get better. That's great. Thanks for your time today, Kev. Thanks, Scott. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers, and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.